and happy Monday. Welcome to the Healing She Got Faith show. This is Lily. She Got Faith, your self-love advocate, whatever you want to call me. I am your host and the founder of Healing She Got Faith, and you are listening to us on Total Entertainment Radio. Happy Monday, y'all. It is the first Monday of April. I cannot believe April is already here. Man, 2022 has been moving, okay? So, if you've been listening to me for a while, in January, when 2022 came about, I literally said that my word for 2022 is self, meaning I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to take myself seriously. I'm really digging inside. Like, this healing journey is not all of this cracked up to be. This healing journey is not what they show on Instagram where it looks so cute and pretty. Like your girl has really been digging and investing and really finding some hard truths about myself and finding some hard truths just about life in general. It has not been the easiest. And for me, it has really been dissecting myself and really like being upfront with myself and just everything that has been happening everything in my life like having to have these hard conversations of just realizations of why things have happened and what's like how do i fix it how do i fix this behavior why why is this a trigger how do i face face these triggers so it's just been a lot happening and you know i'm honestly very proud of myself and just proud of where I've come from, how I'm doing, just, man, therapy. I've been in therapy twice a week for most of 2022, and I've really been at a place where I have hit some crucial points in my healing journey of what it is that I need to do. Having the realization that I have to let some people go, having a realization that I'm grieving an old life that does not exist anymore, it's been tough. It's been tough, y'all. And to sit up here and say, like, oh, this is so easy and fun. Like, there are days that I have laid in bed. I have cried my eyes out because I miss certain people. I miss certain things. I have to realize that I really am loving myself the way I love the world. Y'all know that it's killing she got faith. Like, quote, love you the way you love the world, okay? So with that being said, it is con- it's a constant growth. And it's a constant opportunity for me to realize, like, Lisa, what is it that you want? And if y'all don't know, I'm Lisa. I know I have, like, 65 different names, but Lisa's my government name. Like, Lisa, what is it that you want? What are you looking for? And that has been a hard question to answer because so many of my dreams have been shattered. And that is something we don't talk about. A lot of times, like, yes, we can blame ourselves. We can blame other people. But honestly, like, that's just the realization of life, right? In life, things just don't work out for whatever reason, whether it was your fault, whether it was their fault, whether it was just, God's timing, whatever it is, there are things that just do not work out. In my book, I say a quote, there are sometimes good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. It's life. And once we realize that some things just aren't meant to be, 
we can start to be at peace with some things. Sometimes we have to let go of dreams. Sometimes we have to maneuver our dreams. Sometimes we have to switch ways. There are just opportunities elsewhere. The people that we thought would be with us may not be with us. The person that you thought you were married may not be the person that you're going to marry. It's life. And yes, I am a person all about emotions. So yes, feel your emotions, but also become one with them. Understand them. Really take into consideration like, okay, this is how I feel. This is why I feel this way. And if you cannot overcome a certain situation, you know, seek therapy. Do some self-help books. Do some workbooks. Figure it out. Do some journaling, right? So that's just kind of been a little bit of, ref of reflections that I've had. April is a very special month because we turned two. Also... If you have been listening to me for a while, I talk a lot about a grieving cycle. So April is one of those months that I do go through grieving because that is the month that I lost my father. So the last time I spoke to my daddy was April 12th of 2007. He was dropping me off at high school. And the last thing he said to me was, I love you, Lisa. I'll call you later. Okay. Those were some of like, that is a crucial memory. He, he died at work, which is why... I'm very in tune and very strict about self-care and not stressing about a job because my father died at a staff meeting, okay? And we, as April goes on, we will definitely talk about that. That would definitely be the conversation for an episode this month because I think it's important for y'all to know where a lot of this comes from. A lot of my pain, a lot of my purpose and passion has came from pain. OK, my pain has gave me the energy to really live in my purpose. OK, so that's why a lot of times we do have to address those negative things. I know social media would tell you, oh, self-love or, you know, I call it positivity gaslighting. OK, because a lot of times instead of allowing ourselves to feel what we feel, we gaslight ourselves and tell us, no, you you don't have a right to feel that way when you do. Because you've been through stuff. Because your heart feels that pain. I, I know we don't like to sit in pain, but sometimes we got to in order to get to the other side. Sometimes you just have to sit with the fact that you are hurt that your father died when you were 15. Sometimes you have to sit with the fact that before you turned 30, both of your parents died. Okay? That's painful. You have to sit with the fact that your heart was broken multiple times. You have to sit with the fact that you had a friend who you really thought was going to be by your side and that person left. You have to sit with those things. I know society tells you keep moving, be strong. It's other fish in the sea or friends come and go. I get that. And trust me, I, I do. I've lost a lot of people in my lifetime. I've lost a lot. But I've also hurt. But I've also sat with myself. Because you're not going to tell me how to handle that. Because we're each, we're each different. Some people can can experience a loss and keep pushing. Some of us, like me, I got to process that. I have to process that. I have to go through the process of really knowing, like, yo, that hurt. I got to figure out why I hurt. I, I got to address this hurt before I can fully move on. So, yeah, that, that, that's been a lot of reflection. It's Monday, y'all. Uh, 
you know, Mondays are usually my reflection days, which is why I think y'all get such bomb shows because Mondays I take to really just reflect on life and really just reflect on what I got going on. And um, Mondays are about me. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Like Mondays are all about Lisa because at the end of the day, I think society has turned Monday into such a bad thing that I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take Monday and I'm gonna focus on Lisa. It's gonna be Lisa day. Okay, so I'm not gonna pick a card today. I'm actually gonna read an affirmation from last Sunday that I got from Black Female Therapists. And I have read affirmations from them before in previous episodes, but this, this affirmation was a word. It was a word that I have been speaking over myself, that I have been affirming myself. It is a word that I really needed to hear. Now, that day, I really needed to hear it. And ever since then, I've been just speaking life over myself. So it reads, today, I will open my eyes to see opportunities for love and happiness that I have missed. I am full of positive, loving energy. I deserve to be happy, and I do not want to miss what is right in front of me. As I give love, it returns to me multiplied manifold. I am worthy of love and I will attract the love and happiness I deserve in life. Yeah, we're going to break this down, okay? Today, I will open my eyes to see opportunities for love and happiness that I may have missed. This, this by itself is a word, okay? Because there's been so many times that I have paid attention to the wrong thing and have missed what is in front of me. I've took on the energies of other people. I have been too focused on what was going on to realize that there was love and happiness right in front of me. And I missed the opportunity. I missed the moment. Worried about everybody else. Do you think people cared about what was happening with me? No. Well, one, no, because I wasn't telling them. I wasn't being open like, hey, like your energy is really messing me up right now because I'm worried about you. And really, I just want to be worried about myself. OK, um, but there has been, you know, how many times I've been in a situation and I go home at night and I reflect and I'm like, you know what? I missed the opportunity because. I was worried about somebody else because I didn't set that boundary and let somebody else know, like, you know what? Your energy right now is terrible. I want to enjoy this moment. I want to see this moment for what it is, that love and happiness. I no longer want to miss out on moments because tomorrow is not promised to anybody. Okay? I've lost a lot of people. So when I'm around people or when I'm in a certain situation, I want to enjoy it. I don't want to continue to miss stuff based off of other people. The next line reads, I am full of positive, loving energy. Yeah, I provide some of the best love. And I stand on that. I provide some of the best love because that is what I want. That is what I want. I was put on this earth and I firmly believe this. I was put on this earth to love, to forgive, and to show empathy. I am a lover. I just genuinely love people. I genuinely want you to win. I love you enough to help you win, whether that's defeating cancer, whether that's winning a basketball game, whether that's opening your business, whether that's entering this healing journey, whether that's getting in a relationship, getting married, having kids. I don't care. I want to see you win because I want to see you happy. I genuinely love you. There's so many people that ask me, like, what type of drugs do you do? Like, why are you so loving? Why are you so as if you couldn't just be a loving person? I have to be on drugs to be this way. No, 
Absolutely not. I was put on this earth to do that, do, do just that. So yes, I take that. I am full of positive, loving energy. The next line reads, I deserve to be happy and I do not want to miss what is right in front of me. I don't, y'all. I don't want to miss it. I no longer want to miss out on things because I'm too worried about other people, because I'm too worried about too worried about the environment that's around me. As I give love, it returns to me multiplied manifold. I receive that. I'm going to get the love I deserve. I'm going to get Elisa in my life. Somebody is going to love me and cherish me. And not even in a romantic way, but I'm going to throw it out there. Please, if you out there, let me know. I, I'm ready for you. But even in friends, in business partners, in family, that love is coming back to me. I received that. As I uh, I am worthy of love and will, and will attract the love and happiness I deserve in my life. Absolutely. I deserve it all. This I'm going to speak this over my life because at the end of the day, I have lost so much because of because I'm not having boundaries. And I think that's a special word for somebody today. Because of boundaries, I have lost a lot. And as I said at the beginning of 2022, this is about me. I am a lover, y'all. I really and thoroughly believe in love. And I really and thoroughly believe that that is my gift. My gift is to love people. And even though I have not received that love in return, I will receive it. You want to know why I know I'm going to receive it? Because I'm doing the work to receive it. I'm healing. I'm setting those boundaries. I'm starting to see how worthy I am. It's one thing when people tell you like, oh, you're beautiful or oh, you're worthy. But to see it for yourself is a different ballgame, y'all. And I'm here to tell you like, this is what, this is what it is. I am here for that. So yeah, so we are going to be speaking this love and and these affirmations over us this month. Like we are no longer settling for the negative. We are no longer settling for less than what we deserve, y'all. Everything that we put into this world, we're gonna get back. And that and we receive that, okay? So let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we're gonna kind of talk about healing she got faith and the small victories and just growth. Back to the healing she got faith show i hope you did not miss that affirmation because y'all it was good it definitely was we are speaking love and light over us all year okay because that's the thing about healing she got faith i created it for adults who needed that space to be able to be vulnerable so that they could grow and move further in life that's what i created this organization for okay so with that being said, Healing She Got Faith turns to next week. Woohoo! I'm so excited for my baby. Yes, Healing She Got Faith is my baby. I have worked so hard to make Healing She Got Faith a thing. So we started this show of November of 2021. So we're a baby show. But I have to say, I have seen a lot of growth come from being on the radio, working with Total Entertainment Radio. And one thing about Healing She Got Faith, like I honestly started it off as a blog. It was just a safe place that I really just wanted people to feel what they felt. And I wanted people to really see like what it is that they were missing. And I wanted to just really focus on healing people my age and that's 
that's really what what it was for me. I wanted to give people a safe place to be able to heal because society always puts all these demands on us and no. So I started off as a blog and then as I moved forward, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, like I realized like, yo, I'm a master of social work. Like I have the credentials, like I could be doing more. And I did and dabbed into this entrepreneur lifestyle, which to be quite honest with y'all, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur because I never wanted to be a boss. It looked very stressful to me and it just, it didn't seem fun. Um, and I'm just being honest, like, it just did not seem fun. It just did not seem like the ideal life. Like, yeah, at a regular nine to five, like once I'm done, I'm done, which I know that's not necessarily true to some degree, but I was pretty in tune with myself. They're like, yeah, I'm not taking work home. Like if y'all not paying me to take this work home, I'm definitely not taking it home. Okay. So it was just easy. Like somebody else is paying you, like you, you got insurance to cover you if something was wrong. Like it just seemed like being my own boss was just stressful. And to be quite honest, it is, it is really stressful. I tell people all the time, like you have days that you make so much money, you got stuff coming from the website, you, you know, the little cha-ching sound coming, and then you can go days, maybe even weeks without getting one order. You know, when people talk about entrepreneur life, they don't talk about that. They don't talk about the ups and downs. They don't talk about like where they came from. Everybody has a solution, but nobody is there to really see the hands to ground work that you're doing. One of the things that has been driving me crazy since I started this entrepreneur website is I opened up a building. Well, it's not open yet, but I've been working on a building. I've been working on a community office and really been working on getting myself this space that I've always envisioned. And it has been hell. It has not been an easy route. But now that things are coming together, now that I'm getting closer and closer to the opening day, I'm so proud of the small victories. I lost a lot in the last two years. Money, contractors, supplies, I mean, friends, relationships. I've lost a lot. I've lost a lot. I was so focused on my building that I had to let a lot of stuff go. I used to have this woman group called Praise and Prayer. And once I bought this building, I could no longer put my energy towards it. I used to do a whole nother podcast with my best friend. I could not find the time to make to make that make sense, to like be able to focus. I have now took off many hats. Like everybody has this thing now. You have to wear 10,000 hats. I can no longer wear all those hats, y'all. I can no longer be that person that does everything. I don't even vent to people no more. Like literally I go to my therapist twice a week to really figure it out. Like, what is it? Like I have been very intentional about setting boundaries. I've been very intentional about showing up for Lisa. And part of it is because I, when I joined this entrepreneurial journey, a lot of triggers were brought up. A lot of insecurities were brought up. As confident as I am, there is still a little Lisa in me. And that's what we call our inner child in me. I just like to put a name to her because she's there. So little Lisa is still there. And there have been situations where she has pulled on my heartstrings like, no, 
No, Big Lisa, remember when this happened? Remember how people treated you? Remember how people made you feel you were less than? Like, go back to your safe space, okay? So I've had to set boundaries, and people don't always understand your boundaries. I don't do things the way people did it. Like, they're, they're like for example, there are a lot of coaches in today's society. Like, everybody became a coach, especially in the last year, because during COVID, like, people became influencers, people became coaches. Coaches are making $5,000 a month per client. Like, go y'all, okay? Y'all making more than, like, me, a social worker and some therapist. But go ahead, do your thing, okay? And um, I've noticed that when I work with people, I just don't work with the popular opinions. There are things that I have to do differently. There are things like, for example, let, let, let's talk health right now, right? So typically people, they start by exercising, okay? They start by exercising or they start by changing their diet. I had failed so much at that that I had to go the opposite way direction. I had to find a therapist and tell the therapist, like, I have this awkward relationship with food and I need to figure out where did that come from? Okay. So we had to dig deep and find some trauma and figure out what my disorder manifested from to the point where my therapist was like, we're not even going to worry about that and exercise right now. We need to figure out why it is that you can't stick to nothing. You have a very weird relationship with food. Some coaches and some people ain't going to understand that. I, I can't work out because there's an inner issue that's deeper than working out. There's a deeper insecurity that's deeper than me eating a salad versus a hamburger, okay? So with that being said, I had to be very honest with myself. I had to be very honest about what, what I was going through. I had to do the work for that. You don't meet too many people that are like, okay, well, we have to do it. So that's just one thing. We have to do it that way. So that's just one example of like, I can't follow the popular opinion. Like, yeah, I can get the gym membership. Yeah, I can um, go hire a personal trainer. But if the inner work, isn't fulfilled it's not gonna work for lisa because lisa i'm a researcher okay whether i'm researching society or researching myself i'm always looking for the why i'm always looking for the deeper picture the deeper the rooted answer i'm not looking for a band-aid fix okay band-aids do not heal your scab Band-Aids just stop it from bleeding for the moment. But you actually got to get in there, clean it with that peroxide, put some neosporin on it, make sure you put in, uh, you know, rubbing it every day, make sure you letting it breathe. Like sometimes we got scabs and they ugly and you want to put the Band-Aid on it because you don't want people to see how ugly your scab is, but it really needs to breathe. I'm that. I'm looking for that. I don't want the Band-Aid fixed. I, I mean, I could lose 100 pounds. Okay, cool. I could. I could, I could lose 100 pounds. But will that make me happy? And that's the thing with people. That's the thing. You could do all this other stuff. 
but are you truly being happy or, or, or are you following somebody else's decision? People do want to help. People do want, want to be a genuine resource, but a lot of people just want to get paid. And so you have to be careful. You have to protect yourself. To me, that was such a pivotal moment talking to my therapist and really being like, wow, I can't focus on exercise right now. Because it's deeper than that. I can't put myself out there. I have trouble buying groceries because I get triggered. Huh? It's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. You know, and some of the very, very small steps that me and my therapist are going to take to help me feel better is it's going to be take a 10 minute walk. Drink, drink your cups of water, bottles of water a day. Buy the Fiji water. That's what you like to drink. Buy the Fiji water because you're going to drink the Fiji water. So buy that so that you at least get your water intake for the day. Make sure you're taking your medicine. You're diabetic, so you have to stay on top of that. Make sure you're taking your diabetic medicine. Okay, Lisa? You have to. I have to start with the baby steps. I can't hop into going to the gym three days a week. It ain't going to work for me. It ain't going to last either. And it hasn't. And a lot of times people come to you, oh, when I started you know, really focusing on my myself, things just, just, you know, fell into place. And I believe that. I believe that they do. I believe life does do that. However, I do believe we all have our own journey. So that was a little, so that was a, that was one of my small victories that I had in 2022 of just really figuring out like my place in life. I, a lot of popular opinions just don't work for me. I'm just not that person. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm very comfortable in that fact, I, which is one of the reasons why I just don't, I do not give advice because what works for me nine out of 10 times does not work for people. I remember being in college and I, I was going to some churches and I remember I would go to the churches that weren't too famous. They like most people would go and be like, yeah, Lisa, this is a little weird, but it worked for me. And I used to tell people that I'm not really looking at how I can be fed. I'm looking to see if I belong here. I'm looking to see if this is where I'm really supposed to be. I'm looking to see if God is going to talk to me here. And I remember so many people being like, yeah, it just, you know, I just, I don't see it. And that's okay. It wasn't meant for you to see it. It was meant for me to see it. It was meant for me to really embrace that it was meant for me to truly believe like yo this this is this is where i'm supposed to be at this moment okay so let's take a break and when we come back we we just gonna focus on our intentions and ourselves. welcome back to the healer she got faith show this is lily your self-love advocate you are listening to us on total entertainment radio Happy April, happy Monday. I hope you are having a fabulous day. Your Monday is probably about to end in just a little bit. So, yes. So, let's talk about intentions, okay? So, I have a program called the Intention Sessions. And we meet monthly, but I also have a cohort. So, if you join the cohort, you still meet monthly, but then you get a couple extra meetings, a couple extra one-on-ones. And we really focus on being intentional for the next 30 to 90 days. It depends on your goals and it depends on certain things. So my goal 
is to take um, your goal, break it up into small baby steps instead of just trying to plan out for the whole year or like like some people might be like, oh, I'm going to make a million dollars by the end of the year, which is very much possible. But let's break that down so that we can actually see real results. So I'm a person, I believe baby steps are still steps and baby steps are still, um, there's still progress. And so a lot of times people go for the big goals, which cool, do what you do. But I'm more of a step-by-step kind of gal. Like, let's, let's really see what that looks like. Let's see what that might be. Just things of that nature. And so for 2022, I decided to be very intentional with myself. Meaning I wanted to learn more about my traumas. I wanted to learn more about some of the things I struggled with. Before the break, we talked about my health life and just why I just couldn't grasp it. One of my main things I've always said since I gained a lot of weight was if I can conquer my relationship with food, I really could conquer anything. And so I decided to be intentional and go to therapy twice a week. And I just so happened to find a therapist that works with food disorders. So one thing that we have been doing is focusing on the grief and trauma that I have experienced and looking to see how it has affected my relationship with food. And so there was a thing. So I always thought that I just was never disciplined enough. Okay. And while part of that is the truth, maybe it's only 20% true that it's discipline. What played a role into that was insecurities depression, anxiety, triggers, and grief. I've done a lot of research in the last couple of years on grief and just emotional health and how it manifests into our physical health and how westernized medicine really just doesn't talk about that. A lot of times westernized medicine is looking for a problem and a solution. So with emotional health, unfortunately, you don't have that problem solution picture. A lot of times um, we hold trauma in our stomach, especially women. Men do too. Like I have a friend right now who holds all his trauma in his stomach and he's working with a doctor, a personal trainer and a therapist to help him have a healthy gut. So a lot of us will hold trauma in certain areas of our body that manifest into a stomach ache, a headache, a migraine, a rash, or something of that nature. And sometimes we'll go to the doctor, they'll look at it, and they don't really have an answer. And they don't have an answer because they are not familiar with emotional health. And so I've been doing a lot of research on what that actually looks like. So with that being said, I knew that outside of having my doctor, I needed a therapist. I needed someone who was trained and certified in that type of realm because a lot of my issues were were not tangible. A lot of my issues were not not to say they weren't fixable, because I do believe they're fixable, but they weren't easy. They weren't your average Joe type of problems. Like, like for example, if I fall scrape my knee and I get an infection because of the cut, 
I fall and scrape. I fell and scrape my knee. So they're going to give me some antibiotics to rub on it and it's going to be fixed, right? Or if I were to test positive for a certain type of cancer, right, their solution would be radiation or chemo or things of that nature. Or I like I have diabetes, so they give me medicine. I'm taking metformin right now. I had high cholesterol. They gave me a medicine for that. So they're looking for a problem and a solution that goes hand in hand. When you're dealing with emotional health, it's not, it's not always that simple. You have to go through a couple trial and errors before you really figure out like, okay, well, you never really resolved your grief with your dad, Lisa. So instead of resolving your grief, you eat sweets and drink all this coffee because that reminds you of your dad. So these have been small personal victories that I have personally, I said personal twice, um, that I have been working on and I've seen progress from it. My mood has changed. My outlook on life has changed because I'm finally addressing these things that have hurt me in the past, okay? I am finally able to look at people for who they are. See, I'm a sucker, Okay. I see the good in everybody, okay? I am the type of person that I will give you the benefit of the doubt. You could stab me and I will turn around and apologize for getting blood on your shirt, okay? That's the type of person I am. So when it comes to people hurting me, I don't always hold people accountable because in my head, I really can't fathom how you could hurt me. I really can't fathom how you could do me like that. And I'm not saying this to say that I'm perfect. Like I have an attitude. I say some messed up things to people. Sometimes I really don't have a filter, especially if I've been holding on to some to, uh, to something. And then also like one of my biggest flaws is I just don't speak up for myself. So if something is really bothering me, I won't really say anything at first. I it kind of, I let it, boil and then once i let it boil when it finally comes out it comes out disrespectful so that's one of my flaws that i deal with and that, that's another thing that i'm working in therapy so what i've been doing is i committed to doing therapy twice a week so i see my therapist probably really every three to four days um yeah, every three to four days. And each day we're talking about something that has bothered me and we're working through routines to really see what it is that's bothering me and to see. So I know like as confident as I am, there's a lot of insecurities in me. Okay. And that is very vulnerable for me to say out loud. Because a lot of people look at me like, oh, you're doing so good and oh, you're doing this. But I do come with a lot of insecurities. I had a situation where I was kind of dating this guy and he was so safe to me, y'all. Like he was so safe. But because he was safe and I had never experienced that with a man, I was very overbearing with him. So I threw a lot of expectations and I threw a lot of just information on him. And I started to notice as time went on that he would become distant. And it was because I drained him. I, I drained him out, you know. And I did end up apologizing to him like, hey, like I noticed that we're distant. 
And, you know, I wish you would say what it is that's bothering you, but you haven't. And I don't think you ever will. But I do want to say, like, I realize I'm very overbearing and I need to set boundaries with you, with myself. And having that conversation of really being like, you know, this might not have worked out because of me, because of my lack of boundaries because of how just I would just spew in front. I mean I would call him for everything and just tell, like he was almost like one of my like friends like best friends like oh look at it like call like we would talk for hours at a time call each other multiple times a day and once I started to notice the difference I started to notice um just some of the stuff that I, I was doing, you know, and having to have that uncomfortable conversation because at the end of the day, you know, the reality was we was losing each other. Like, and, you know, I, I have other opinions about that situation that I'll probably talk about later on um, in a different episode. But I think for the most part, it, you know, I had to take responsibility for myself. Do I think I was the sole cause of the distance or the separation no i don't necessarily think that's the case um because i do believe that like there could have been an earlier conversation but i had to take responsibility for my part in which i feel that i did and i feel that i was very open and honest and i feel that i poured my heart out and i'm the type of person like once i pour my heart out like do what you will with that situation do what you, not situation do it do what you will for that information okay whatever hit your heart or didn't hit your heart that's 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 up to you. You have three wills to do what you will. You do not have to deal with me and my problems. But remember that I don't have to deal with you and your problems. You do not have to deal with me and my attitude. But remember, I don't have to deal with you and your attitude either. So with that being said, having these small conversations and being healthy enough to advocate for yourself. And there has been situations with people where my feelings have really been hurt. And in the past, I wouldn't say anything about it. But... In the last year, having the conversation of like, listen, this really is bothering me. This really hurt me. Again, it's not it's not the easiest thing to do and it's not the most fun thing to do, but it's necessary. And I think for me, being in this healing journey and seeing my business grow, a lot of it has just been a journey. It has been a learning lesson. It has been hard to really pinpoint what it is that I'm going through and what it is that I'm really, really looking for. So those are just small victories. And y'all, like, I've been sad. I've been happy. I've been depressed. Like, it can be hard to talk to me because I come with a lot. And I, you know, I'm not afraid to say that, but I do come with a lot. I'm one of those people, I, I can be overbearing. And so having that revelation and having that wake up call, like, you know, Lisa, sometimes you really do have to chill out. So let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, y'all, we are going to review some of the things that Healing She Got Faith has been working on and what April will look like. So come back. Welcome back to the Healing She Got Faith show. This is Lily, your self-love advocate. So Healing She Got Faith has just seen a lot of growth in the last two years. 
We have a building. We wrote a book, a book bundle. Let me stop sleeping on myself, okay? Um, which the book bundle is novel, is a novel, a guided journal, and a planner. We have this radio talk show. I told him to my radio. We have multiple programs. The month of April, we're doing a book club. Okay, y'all. So it's been real. It has been real, y'all. So with that being said, we have been doing a lot of work. I have personally moved from New York to St. Louis in the last two years. And that even in that, it's just it is wild to me that that, that that was the case. So I've seen a lot of glowing up. I've seen a lot of trial and error. I've seen a lot of guess and check. <laughs> I guess, you know, um, but one of the things I'm super proud of is taking the initiative to really be who I am and really address who I am and be excited and happy for everything that I provide. And I do see Hill She Got Faith going pretty far. I see us doing some amazing things. And I'm really excited for our future. And I'm so thankful for all the listeners and followers and people who read the blog. Like, I'm very, very thankful for that. Because honestly, I have days where people come and talk to me and it just makes everything worth it. I have days that I really just don't know what the heck I'm doing. And those days can be hard. But when you get that moment of people are like, oh, yeah, like I read this or I seen this or when people come and review the book, like, my God, it, it can be a beautiful thing. So with that being said, um, we have the book club going on. It is virtual and in person. So you have that option. We will be going through Everyone Has a Story every Tuesday in April. So you can get your book bundle. If you have not got your book bundle, it's $45. You can go on the website and get it. And if you buy it on the website, it's a signed copy and you get a special edition of the book. If you already bought your book bundle, it is only $15 to join the book club one-time fee. So, yeah, we meet every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Central. And like I said, it can it is either via, uh, via Zoom or in person at my building if you're in town. We also have the intention sessions. We meet once a month. And you are able to join the cohort. If you join the cohort, you get more one-on-one -on -one meetings. So the group will meet once a month. But you are guaranteed three one-on-one -on -one meetings throughout the month from Myself, another social worker, and if you're interested, we have a business consultant. We also have the Healing She Got Faith bookshop. So I'm super excited about that. That is one of my favorite projects because I love to read. So um, you guys can go to bookshop.org slash shop slash Healing She Got Faith and order your books, your affirmation cards. Um, there is an audio um, version to on there so yeah we have a lot of things going on so be sure to join the intention session be sure to buy some books from the shop and you know y'all i think today's episode the point was honestly just to put yourself first and give yourself flowers for the baby steps i know i know sometimes life just gets really hectic and we really don't know what we're doing but honestly y'all 
we just got to stop living for everybody else and just start living for ourselves. And I think that's the biggest takeaway, the biggest lesson for right now is, you know, just be who you are, accept it, do the work that you need to do to get it done. But y'all like, just take care of yourself, okay? So, y'all, I'm going to go ahead and end the show because I really want y'all to enjoy y'all Monday. I really want y'all to just be who you are, embrace who you are, y'all. Like, I love y'all so much. I want you to continue to love yourself the way you love the world. I am here for you. Sign up for the book club. Sign up for the intention sessions. And let me know if there's anything I can do for y'all. We are growing in this together. We are in this thing together, okay? I love y'all. Thank y'all so much. Catch us every Monday at 3 p.m. Central on Total Entertainment Radio. All right, y'all have a great rest of your Monday.